At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Of the nightcap here on VSIN, and we shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. We should not be surprised. Here we are, and the Minnesota Vikings are gonna Minnesota Viking because it is 29 to 14. And what do they do? Run, run, incomplete pass, three and out. Steelers have the ball back, 13-17 to go. They led 20. 20- Nine to nothing. I'm pretty sure that Kirk Cousins has one passing yard in the second half. It's because they. Uh, it's, <laughs> because when you run back to back plays and then it's third and eight, you're going to drop seven. It's hard, to, it's hard to complete passes. If the Steelers score wow. in this position, the Steelers could score right here and it'll be 29 21. It'll be a one possession game with who knows, maybe nine minutes left in this game. Plenty of time left. My money line thing is is honestly looking pretty good right now because this could wind up being a 29-27 win for the Minnesota Vikings and yeah. a cover by the Steelers. Right? I mean, and that's why last night, I'm not going to pretend like I was I was smart. I didn't bet it. But I just, I thought, it's like the Vikings are allergic to winning games by more than three points. If they win this thing, now, little did I know it would be 29 to nothing. But in-game bets... 
you know, uh, people who laid, let's say, seven or eight or nine, and they were up 29 up, you're feeling great. <laughs> now, here they are, 29 to 14, and uh, the Steelers, I wouldn't say really getting things going, but they're, they're finding some momentum. Najee Harris is finding creases uh, to run. Uh, he's got 85 yards on the ground, by the way, so taking a look at the prop market, uh, Dalvin Cook, that was the easiest winner of the night if you played over 63 and a half uh, rushing yards. He's got 182. Uh, and Najee Harris now over his 72 and a half. He's got 85. He did score a touchdown. He's actually scored two touchdowns. Uh, and if you're looking at uh, the combined prop, you went that way. It's not as great because he does have one reception as a touchdown, but only for three yards. So, you know, looking at the live market right now, and uh, just pulling up what DraftKings is at live. It is Vikings minus 12 and a half. Would you be enticed to take the Steelers here plus 12 and a half? Mm, no. I think, Get that juicy middle? I think that I would be enticed to go with the live total, though. And if you are a believer in the Steelers, then you're a believer in this over. Right now, the live total, 53.5, as you see it right there on the screen at, uh, at DraftKings. So, 53.5. Steelers, 11-1 to 1 to win this game right now. Not going not gonna to do that. Um, <laughs> well, although, that would, that would it, defeat it, it, the purpose of your ticket. Yes, so. exactly. Uh, although, it would be a much would, better payout. That is plus true. 1100 you would, right you would lock in. You would lock in uh, <laughs> uh, some sort of uh, profit there. Uh, by the way, after a first down uh, play, the odds at DraftKings have shifted. Steelers now plus 14.5, uh, up to 15, 18-1 uh, to 1 on the money line. So the total is at 43 right now. So 10 more points would make it go to that 53 mark. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. If you're a believer in the Steelers in covering this line – you think that there's going to be another a couple of scores here. And I'm just thinking that if you play the total versus playing the Steelers, you leave yourself oh open gosh. to – I was passing the interference, and it wasn't a completion anyway. Uh, <laughs> but you leave yourself open to the Vikings actually getting some points and helping you out here. So I actually did like that live total. It's off the board right now as the Steelers are going to have the ball inside this the 40-yard uh, line. Can I just – I mean, if you're a Viking fan, like – you know, our colleague Ben Fox or whoever else, you know, is Paul Charchian who, you know, by the way, last night on the show, Charch, love Charch, been, you know, he's the fantasy football OG, man. He's been doing it forever. And he lives up there in Minnesota. And I asked him just, you know, at the end, you know, just kind of the, the parting uh, you know, question, like, hey, how you feel about the game? He goes, Wrong team's favored. <laughs> Steelers are going to win. I'm like, man, it looks like someone just like kicked your dog. Uh, so I, I guess that's how Vikings fans feel uh, every every week. It has been a roller coaster of emotions, and it is a touchdown. Oh my goodness gracious! This game is Viking fans. I, I don't know what to do with you. I mean, and and Mike Zimmer maybe doesn't deserve all the blame. But and there you go. They got got some uh, reaction there. T.J. Watt down in uh, in front of our, <laughs> our our live look cam there. James Washington with a ridiculous catch. Big Ben. Big Ben just throwing that up for grabs. That's five hundred. You know, playing back in the day. Yep. You know, at Sandlot. All right. Here we go, Vikings. 
KJ Osborne time. Let's get it done. But this is what they do. You know, Scott, this is this is such a Vikings game. Maybe to the maybe a little bit amplified. You're up 29 to nothing, and they just sit back and like, yeah, we're good. Now, here we go. This is the decision that I was talking about yeah, earlier. The They're going two. for two on this one. If they fail to get this two-point conversion, it which will remain to be a three-possession game, which they did fail. I two under- possession. Uh, Two-possession game, excuse me. I understand the philosophy behind it because if you get it now, you are down seven as opposed to being down eight. So an extra point will tie the game for your next score, or you can go for two and try to win the game. However, you just took an opportunity to make this a one-possession game and turned it into a two-possession game. And in the fourth quarter, with about 10 minutes left, well, it was more than that now, it's 12 minutes left, are you going to have two possessions? The Vikings go on a six-minute drive here. You're not going to have two possessions if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I'm just an old, when it comes to those two-point conversions things, I'm an old-school guy, and I say don't ever go for two until you absolutely have to. And for me, I kick the extra point there. I go down eight. It's only a one-possession game. If I score the next touchdown, then I know I have to go for two. I uh, Yeah, I, I agree with you. I know there are people out there, I'm sure our friends at PFF, uh, who we love, mm-hmm. would, you know, be yelling at us. Maybe some of our listeners are, are yelling at us too. I, I get it. I, I get both sides. I'm with you though. Think, I, I'm with you where you wait until you absolutely have to go for two. Because you also have to think of the worst case scenario here. Worst case scenario, if the Vikings get a field goal here, you need two touchdowns now. But if you kick the extra point and the Vikings get a field goal, you only need a touchdown and a field goal as opposed to two touchdowns. It's just it gives you a better opportunity, but I understand where the analytics come into play because if the Steelers would have gotten that two-point conversion, their win percentage goes up tremendously because now you're not playing for a tie. You have the potential to win the game. So just a moment ago when we were talking, 18-1 to is where the live money line got to with the Steelers. It would have gotten incredibly lower if they had gotten that two-point conversion. Yep. But it's still plus 475 right now. Live line at DraftKings, Steelers plus 8.5, 29-20. You know, it's funny watching one comeback, and then I look up, and I'm like, oh, maybe Iowa's doing this. No, Iowa State. T.J. Otzenberger, man. Shout out to T.J. Otzenberger, who I know, uh, you know, Matt Eumann's uh, very critical of him at his time at UNLV, and rightfully so. Uh, he has found life there at Iowa State, left UNLV, and he is doing his thing as the Cyclones are about to improve to 9-0. They were a five-point home underdog to in-state rival Iowa, and they are going to win by 20 over Iowa. So uh, impressive win. Shout out to uh, TJ Otzenberg and those who uh, backed the Iowa Cyclones or Iowa State Cyclones. It was a dog kind of night. We talked about Rutgers mm-hmm. getting that win at the buzzer. Hell of a win there. Uh, Could have got six to one on the money line if you had uh, backed the Scarlet Knights at the rack tonight at South Point. So uh, that is where we uh, stand with some college hoops. Uh, incredible game. You'll see that highlight all over the place as this one. Finally does come to a close. Iowa State wins by 20 over their arch rival. And uh, you're looking at the Vikings. Ah, yeah, go back to the run game. Sure. 
And it worked out. Dalvin Cook gets a, a pickup of eight, uh, but they have one passing yard here yep. in the second half. That And that missed two-point conversion is huge because even if the Vikings don't do anything on this drive, a touchdown doesn't hurt them. They'll still have the lead no matter what score the Steelers do. And then who knows how much time is going to be left in the game. It could come down to an onside kick scenario or – at least the Vikings will have a chance to get the football and end the game with their offense should they get some first downs. So they don't need to score, and they're, they have a little bit of protection here if the Steelers do score. 29-20 to 20 right now, Dalvin Cook getting a first down as he's inching closer to the 200-yard mark on the night. Kirk Cousins just 11-26 of 26 through the air, did throw an interception. Initially, it looked like it was actually uh, a you know a miscatch by Justin Jefferson. It was deflected. Uh, so that was uh, a poor throw from Kirk Cousins, who uh, has only thrown four picks this year yep. now. So uh, if you played over interceptions, congrats on uh, on cashing a little plus money there uh, for Kirk Cousins. By the way, his passing yards was I thought a little bit low, and uh, looks so like it, it looks like it was uh, the right side. Please be going to KJ Osborne. Catch it, catch it, yeah! KJ Osborne. Into the end zone. And that, my friends, is an over for KJ Osborne. (laughs) And uh, that's a good one for you. And an over on the touchdown. One and a half touchdowns for Kirk Cousins. All right. And to feel a little bit better about your money line play, KJ Osborne to the house. Cash those over 41 and a half tickets, baby. Thank you, Kirk Cousins. Thank you, KJ Osborne. 35 to 20 extra point. Pending, so happier now. Good. The Nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Almost here. Everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. This guide is designed to give you an edge whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high value props. This guide will drop on Monday, December 13th. Beautiful Christmas gift to Sam. Make sure you get your copy today for only $19.99. Head over to vcin.com backslash subscribe. 36 to 20 after a 62-yard touchdown strike from Kirk Cousins, KJ Osborne, making me a very happy person. <laughs> uh, making uh, Scott Seidenberg happy because he's got Vikings on the money line. He does have a little uh but you, have a, you said you have a fun prop over two yeah, and a half. Yeah, so it's a plus. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of plus money at uh, Kirk Cousins to have three touchdown passes. So uh, could happen. Could happen. Um, you know, feeling I a little better now. Feeling better now. I would have felt better if uh, Justin Jefferson caught that ball in the first quarter or second quarter. But um, uh, I don't think they're going to throw the ball anymore. Um, had the Steelers actually gone for it on that fourth down and then missed it. Maybe a shot with the ball inside the 30-yard line. You know, first play, take a shot to the end zone, kind of step on their throats. But Steelers took a delay a game and then punted the football away. So uh, it's 36-20, nine minutes left. Vikings with the football. We're going to see Cook and Madison here. Yeah. Uh, so it is uh, – I wouldn't – it's feeling pretty good if you have that Vikings ticket in your pocket. It was getting nerve-wracking, but Kirk Cousins steps into one, gets you the big touchdown pass. And uh, if you had Paul Charchian – listen to Paul Charchian – uh, I was on that, too. Nice to have smarter people emphasize your plays. And uh, <laughs> he was on K.J. Osborne going over. He also really liked Pat Fryermuth going under his receiving yards tonight. And he has just 17 receiving yards. He said it was a bad matchup for Fryermuth uh, with the health of the linebacking core. And uh, Fryermuth only has 17 good, yards. Good. I'm playing against Firemouth in fantasy. Firemouth. So I'm very happy about that because a win this week and I lock up the number one seed and uh, – 
you know, it's my big money league, and we get a prize for first place in the regular season. So, well, I, I just want very happy about it. I just want everyone, and, and I'm sure all our listeners uh, will, will agree with me. No one cares. Who cares? Hey, <laughs> hey, when the money's in my pocket, that's when I care. Yeah, we care about prop bets and bets that we could share with the good people. But uh, congratulations! I'll Hope- share. I'll share it with you right now. <laughs> Firemouth was a bad, bad play to start this game. Uh, so we're uh, we're keeping eyes on on Thursday night football. Eight and change to go. We'll keep you updated. But uh, I just did the read for the uh, the bowl betting guide. And uh, Scott and I, uh, if you've been checking them out all throughout the uh, the year, uh, Veasan.com, us, Adam Burke, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, of course, uh, giving out our, our favorite plays week to week. Uh, I love the bowl season. It is my is one of my favorite times of the year, and I think there are really opportunities to be had. And you know, each of us. Are gonna be right. Wrote up a couple games that'll be in that uh, in that guide. So let's start with the bigger games that you and I both wrote up. You wrote up the Sugar Bowl. I think this is a phenomenal matchup. Uh, I love it. Um, you know, and I think both of these teams, as of right now, now you know, Levy, the offense coordinator for Ole Miss, is going uh, to Oklahoma. Still have Lane Kiffin there. I don't mm-hmm. think this really affects uh, Ole Miss necessarily moving forward. Uh, to my knowledge. In this game, I don't think we re- I don't think we have any opt outs as of right now. It's Kirk Cousins showing his wheels uh, down to the forty five yard line. Um, so you wrote up the Sugar Bowl. The floor is yours. And now, by the way, these write ups not necessarily we have plays on mm-hmm. them, but I actually had a write up earlier today that I got convinced doing my research that I'm going to make a bet, and I actually did. But right now, Baylor. Here at Circa, a one-point favorite against Ole Miss. This is New Year's Day. It'll be the late game, 845 Eastern, 545 Pacific. What jumps out at you, Ole Miss and Mississippi? Uh, what jumps out at Ole me, Miss and Baylor. Yeah, what, what jumps out at me is is the amount of unders that Ole Miss has played this year. Yes. Um, nine and three to the under this year, which is ridiculous. And it could be attributed to, obviously, a lot of high totals being hung on their games. And everyone just assumes that with Lane Kiffin and this offense, that they are a high-scoring offensive team and they go over all these games. No, they're one of the best under teams in college football at nine and three this year. They do have the fifth-ranked offense in college football in terms of yardage, but they have the 102nd ranked defense in college football. Baylor comes in, top 20 running game, top 20 offense. The interesting thing for Baylor, who's going to be at quarterback? And I think that's the question that you ask for both of these teams. Matt Corral has said all the right things. He has said that he is going to play in this game. But when the player reps start getting involved with the draft stock and all that stuff, as we get closer, I don't know. And listen, Lane Kiffin's dealt with this before. Elijah Moore opting out of the bowl game last year, and he's dealt with his players opting out. So he can certainly handle the situation. But if we assume Matt Corral's playing, I really do like Ole Miss to win this game. And I thought Ole Miss deserved a lot of respect this season for the year that they had. Now, they're in this game despite finishing third place in the SEC because both Alabama and Georgia are in the college football playoff. But still, a 10-2 season, I'm still mad at Lane Kiffin for not giving them a chance against Alabama. They sh- they, he completely <laughs> took his team out of that game. Going for it. yeah. It was... you, got, you should have taken the points in the first drive, and then you definitely shouldn't have gone for fourth in your own territory on the second possession. You're down 14-0 before the, people even sat down in their seats. 
So I'm still mad at Lane Kiffin for that, but they've had a tremendous season. Matt Corral has had a really good year as Kirk Cousins has thrown an interception. Wow. And the Steelers have down the ball to the 20 yard down line. to the 20-yard line. Kirk Cousins <laughs> entering today had thrown three <laughs> interceptions. And uh, it is a 36-20 to 20 game. This game is pretty much over. Yeah. You've got a in route, and Kirk Cousins throws a pick. Let's see T.J. Watt on our live feed here as we get a little bit of a delayed. Uh, He's probably thinking maybe too little too late. K.J. Osborne gets bumped, uh, and it's an interception down to the 20. So the Steelers, man, they just don't know how to put teams away. It is remarkable. Now, now, uh, going back to the Yeah, going back to uh, the Sugar Bowl. For Baylor, we don't know yet who's going to be at quarterback, which is the most interesting aspect of the game from their perspective. Jerry Bohannon uh, got hurt, and he did not play in the second half against TCU, didn't play against Texas Tech, and obviously didn't play against Oklahoma State, right? So you got to go Shapin. So Blake Shapin, who complete, played really well. He completed his first 17 passes yeah. in the Big 12 championship game against one of the best defenses in college football in Oklahoma State. So will the freshman Shapin get the start? Will Bohannon get the start? Maybe both of them will play in this game against an Ole Miss defense that can be had. Look on paper, this should be an incredible game, right? You got the the Baylor coming in off of their win over Oklahoma State with their defense. You have Ole Miss coming in with their offense and the potential first quarterback taken in the draft in Matt Corral. Uh, And it's Lane Kiffin against Dave Aranda. You want to talk about strength on strength, you have strength on strength, and Dave Aranda is familiar with Lane Kiffin for the times that they have coached against each other in the past. So uh, I think that this game is very, very, very interesting. Pat Fryer moved to score a touchdown. Tell me that was Firemouth. Firemouth just scored a touchdown. You talk smack, man. This is what happens. Your guy Firemouth just scored a touchdown. That is not good for me. Uh, (laughs) Pat Freermuth. Pride of Penn State, man. Scored a touchdown. Uh, should have known the tight end when it, when the, when the team looks like Iowa and they're all tight ends, right? Uh, anyway, I just that was going to rub in the Iowa thing for you for betting. That yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I do like uh, Ole Miss in this matchup. The spread has been interesting to me. Baylor is a one and a half point favorite, mm-hmm. and if I'm still getting Ole Miss as a dog, I'm taking them. But I would look hard at that under, and I know it seems like oh, it's really low. Go look at the scores of these Ole Miss games. And they have gone under these totals. And at 9-3 and three this year to the under, with Baylor's defense, uh, I think that this game could be decided inside the 40s. I'll, uh, I'll get to my other uh, New Year's Six game. I wrote up the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, there was a little trade that I made with uh, Matt Humans uh, since Notre Dame has headed to the Fiesta Bowl. But uh, while we wait for that with, with weighted, uh, bated breath, it's now 36-28. It is now a one-score game after the two-point conversion is good to Deontay Johnson. This is its stunning. I mean, it is, it is so impressive how the Vikings can do this <laughs> every single oh my goodness. week. Why didn't we jump on that live total at 53? Yeah, that was a great call by you. You said play the over, man. It is, uh, it is sailed over that number. It is now 36 to 28. Kirk Cousins, who entered this game with three interceptions, has now thrown two, and both are on him. Look, I am, you know, being from the D.C. area, I defended Kirk Cousins nonstop at people who I didn't know what they were talking about. Can't defend him tonight, man. These are those are just bad throws. Now, the touchdown pass was a terrific throw. He yeah. stepped up, hit K.J. Osborne in stride, uh, and now 414 to go. People were crushing Mike Tomlin. I, I was kind of with them for punting away 36 to yeah. 20, but they get the interception 
And now the Vikings and the Steelers have all three timeouts. Another one of those long throws, by the way, and Kirk Cousins could go over his passing prop. Yeah. So what was it, 254? 256 is where it closed, but 254 yesterday. So He could get there with another one of these deep shots. Yeah, so we will see what uh, what the Vikings decide to do. Thirty six to twenty eight. It was twenty nine to nothing, folks. It is now a one score game in the fourth quarter. That's Scott. I'm Tim. Who would have known? Got ourselves an entertaining game here on Thursday Night Football. It is the nightcap on PC. holiday offer is here folks right now you sign up for our $99 mid-season football special you also receive a $20 credit to the vsin store get all our expert sports betting analysis insights and data for the rest of the football season plus 20 bucks to buy vsin sports betting hats shirts mugs and other great gear hurry this is a limited time offer so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift vsin.com slash subscribe alongside Scott Seidenberg sitting in for Steelers fans are happy about there you go plus three and a half shirt yeah I'm rocking the just vsin baby we're (laughs) we're like walking billboards for the vsin store here today Uh, so yeah you sign up for the vsin football special get yourself 20 bucks at the vsin store Uh, we had Matt Fortuna from the athletic in uh, yesterday in studio he was looking at that he said man how do I get one of those green shirts? Yeah. You got to know, know a guy. Or go to vsin.com. That's how you get it. 36 to 28 and a third and eight in completion. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, oh the flag no. is out. The flag is out. Make they might f- pick this up. They're talking. They're, they're discussing here. I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't know, Jim. I would pick this one up. You know? <laughs> Oh, hooked him a little bit there, and they're gonna I, they're gonna get Minka Fitzpatrick, I think, for the old hook around the hip mm. of KJ Osborne on an out on third and eight. Uh, there was a big third down uh, conversion from Kirk Cousins to Dalvin Cook coming out of the uh, the backfield, and they are staring at this one. Look, I, I I've won my lone bet here. No, they picked it up. Oh, Jim, they picked it up. <laughs> Tony, they picked up the flag. That was incredible. I didn't think that that was pass interference. To be honest, I didn't either. I actually I, I think that's that a good was, call. Yes, because that was a little bit ridiculous, and what a way it would have been to give the Vikings a victory. You know what's going to happen now? Steelers are scoring and tying this game. For your sake, look for entertainment purposes. I hope that happens, but for your sake, yeah, I know. I, I, well, you played money line. I played money line. And, Vikings and are going to win this game. They're and, winning by a field goal at the end. And we joked. Uh, when we came on the air, that you know, you you're uh, you're holding they're holding a nickel of yours right now, uh, or fifty cents of yours right now. So, fifty five cents. Maybe you were maybe you were the bright one. They taken minus one sixty five because you never know. No lead. I mean, if this if this game does not prove that no lead is ever safe with the Minnesota Vikings, then I I don't I don't. I don't know what you'll believe because they were up 23 nothing and a half, 29 nothing, 
they got an interception right away. Everyone's saying this game is over. I mean, hell, I, of course it was over, right? And now Ben Roethlisberger's got 96 yards to go, no timeouts, 216 to play. Got the two-minute warning. Would you take a flyer on Steelers plus 1,200 right now? Sure. Plus 1,600. 1,600. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. 1,600. It would have to be in overtime. That's true. So. eh. But it is the Vikings. (laughs) If it was any other team, I probably would say no. But it is the. Knowing the the Vikings, they would go into overtime, take the lead in overtime. By kicking a field goal. By kicking a field goal, and and then the Steelers would come back and win the game. There's no doubt. There's there's no doubt about it. And, And look, the way that they play defense to close out. Uh, the Lions game, who knows how they'll defend the two-point conversion if mm. the Steelers do score here. So uh, first play, pass to Najee Harris, uh, quick out, and uh, he did get out of bounds. Uh, so Big Ben going deep. You know what's crazy is I hated, like, oh, flag. I, I, I hated the Ben Roethlisberger passing total over in this game. Uh, I, I hated too. I hated the Najee Harris rushing total over in this game. Najee's already gone over his rushing total, and Ben on this drive could very well go over his passing Did total. Chase only Claypool couple- make this catch? He got interfered with, and somehow Bashad Breeland mauled Chase Claypool, Claypool from Notre Dame, and wow. he somehow Caught made this catch on the ground. And you know what that means? If they decline the penalty, the passing yardage counts, and Ben Roethlisberger goes over his passing total. And they're definitely going to decline this. I mean, mm-hmm. That is an incredible catch, incredible concentration from Chase Claypool. Live line right now, plus 650. And because it was a penalty, the clock was stopped. So it's essentially a timeout there. They for, get a free play. They get a free play warning. for the two-minute warning. They're at midfield right now. I've been very upset with Claypool. Um because he comes into this game with only 660 yards. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I played the over on his season total um, at around eight and change. And still could get it. There's plenty of games left. But if you, you know, he hasn't had the games that I was expecting to see from him. He had last year. Last year he had monster games. I mean, mm-hmm. look, he did have two games recently with 93 and 82. But I don't think he's had a 100-yard game. He had one. He has one 100-yard game this season, and he just got a, a big play. But they just called illegal hands to the face. Uh, look like on one of the offensive linemen. Uh, is it? I don't know which one they're targeting there. But uh, legal hands to the face. So the two-minute warning here for uh, this Viking Steelers game: 36 to 28. Live line now back to. Uh, Steelers plus 900 on the money line at DraftKings, minus 2,000 for the Vikings. Scott is on uh, money line for the Vikings. And, you know, if you want to get real greedy, overtime, Kirk Cousins touchdown pass, you win everything. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. (laughs) Watching you sweat. I mean, look. The state of New Jersey had itself the night, right? Yeah. Seton Hall beats Texas. <laughs> Rutgers hits a half-court shot to beat Purdue at the end of the game. You're from New Jersey. I mean, this is all lining up for you to go to overtime, you know, and a touchdown pass that Justin Jefferson ends it. Yeah, which is <laughs> funny because, you know, I'd probably win the same on – the the plus money prop that I laid that I got on the money line, but you know it was only for, obviously it was a much less <laughs> sprinkle on the uh, on the prop, but uh, we'll see what happens. Listen, I just want to hit the money line bet. 
That's all I want to hit. Vikings win any way they can. I'll take it. If the Vikings lose this game, um, you know, we'll we'll see you whenever I see you. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just Najee Harris, Ben Roethlisberger's first play out of the uh, you know, out of the two minute warning, and I'm sure nothing was open downfield, but you just you can't go to Najee Harris there. He gained a yard, mm-hmm. and now you've just wasted 25 seconds coming out of the two minute warning. Um, and now he looks downfield, hits Chase Claypool down to the 45-yard line. Got a tick, 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 tick. Remember, Steelers added timeouts, used all three of their timeouts on the final um, on the final drive of the Vikings there, just the drive ago. But as you mentioned, Ben Roethlisberger now over his prop of passing yards. Didn't look great early in the game when they were blanked in the first half, but now 274 yards and uh, – it's, you know, as, as we have the saying at VEASAN in a shirt that, that goes, it's never over until it's under. Yeah, so. yeah that's hilarious. Uh, but it, it, it's amazing. This is a 23 nothing game at the half, and you went into the half. Would you ever have believed that every Steeler essentially went over their props? No. Like Ben over, Najee over, Claypool over. Like, huh? How does everyone go over in this game when they were down 23 nothing? They were down 29 nothing. So 40, uh, fourth and one was just converted. They get to Chase Claypool, uh, and now the ball being, you know, bounced around a little bit. 27 seconds to go. You know, at what point? All right, so they spike it. So they just clocked it. 24 seconds to go. Let's take yeah. a look at the live line. Six to one right now for the Steelers. Same live line as Rutgers uh, before the game today uh, against uh, against Purdue. So you're at the 35 yard line. So this is. You could take shots to the end zone easily. This yeah. isn't Hail Mary territory. 24 seconds to go, no timeouts. They still have to get the two mm-hmm. if they get the touchdown. Right. So there's so much. like These odds should be longer than you plus can 600. Work, so you can work the middle of the field, run up and clock it, and then get one more play to the end zone. Um, be the, the fastest Ben's run all season. Yeah, I know. Big Ben is... Uh, I mean, but you look, I would say you look soft to the middle, and that's what they're going to do. Can he get out of bounds? That's Yeah, he did. Wow. So they just did a great play. Uh, they got it to, who was that, Ray, uh, Ray, Ray McLeod? Uh, he gets out of bounds. That's a pickup of 10. And now at 14 seconds. Two shots at the end zone. Yeah, you got two shots at the end zone. You're at the. A or, play like that's going to waste too I mean, much time. For the love, just think about this for real. For, I know there's a betting network. If you're a Vikings fan, you're up 29 nothing in this half. The ball is at the 24-yard line, and they've got a chance to tie this thing in regulation. The feed just went out. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ben going for the end zone here. Intercept. Oh, no. Nope. No. Should have been intercepted. Friendly fire. They knocked each other out. Bashad Breeland was on the, on the defense there. So... We're probably going to go to break here and uh, not know what's going to happen. It is 36 to 28. Live line just bumped back to Steelers plus 750. 36 to 28. Obviously, the Vikings cannot lose in regulation. But I wouldn't put it past them to lose in overtime. I'm hopefully I'm not hoping for that because <laughs> of, of Scott here, but you just never know. 36 28. I'll tell you what happens on the other side. 11 seconds to go. It wouldn't be a Vikings game if it didn't come down to the wire.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pepto-Bismol bottle just right here just to show you <laughs> how painful it must be to be a Minnesota Vikings fan. But you won! You got it home. Never a sweat to Never cover sweat. the three and a half. <laughs> Easy money. 36 to 28. How did it finish, you might ask? Big Ben 
delivered for as much of the crap that I've given him. He delivered a beautiful ball. Yeah. Scott, right in the hands of Pat Fryermuth, and he got hit hard, mm-hmm. and Harrison Smith made a punch on the ball. Uh, there's a reason Harrison Smith makes a ton of money uh, as a safety there for the Minnesota Vikings. Great play by him. Great ball by Ben Roethlisberger. And uh, as you tweeted out just a moment ago, the NFL always delivers, man. 36-28. to 28. This looked like a snooze fest. It yeah. looked like, hey, honey, this game's over. Let's turn on Elf because it's Christmas time. No, no, no. Never turn off the NFL because this can happen. Or just never turn off a Vikings game. Yeah, that, that would be the one. Never throw out the Vikings <laughs> game. Uh, you know, our producer Aaron came in and said, has any coach gotten fired after a win? Like, you know, and feel like like Mike Zimmer has got to be out of a job. Like, this this season has just been atrocious, and this game was atrocious. You're up 29 nothing in this game. How do you let it get to this point? It's embarrassing. And now you look forward for the Minnesota Vikings, and you just wonder, this is the win that keeps them alive mm-hmm. in the playoff race. Okay. It's a win that you were, and you never want to assume, but you were favored in. So whenever you're favored in a game, I count that as a win if we're projecting ahead to see what's going to be for the Minnesota Vikings. The magic number you would think is to win out and to get to that 10 win. And then you're pretty much, hey, we're in the postseason with that 10th win. If they don't get to that 10 win mark, maybe nine can give them a shot. Here's what they have. At the Bears, they'll be favored. So we'll give them a win. Uh. I'm just saying, we're, we, you have to, we have to assume that the games that they're favored in, they would win. Okay? At the Bears, they'll be favored in. Yep. At home against the Rams. Mm, one point spread, maybe. One way or the other. Something like that. Yep. At the Packers, are definitely a dog. dog. Oh, yeah, big time. And then home versus the Bears, they'll be favored. Yep. So it could come down to that Rams game deciding whether or not this team gets in the playoffs or not. If they beat the Rams at home, they can finish 9-8. and eight. If they lose to the Rams at home, they're eliminated from the postseason. They'll have nine losses. Yes, that's, I think that's fair. I, I think there's a way at 9-8 and eight teams can get into the playoffs because um, you're looking at Washington right now at 6-6. Six and six. Their mm-hmm. schedule's not a walk in the park. They've got Dallas twice. They've got Philadelphia twice. And they've got the Giants. And, you know, Montez Sweat out this week, as you talked about. Logan Thomas out as well, uh, indefinitely there for Washington. That's a big loss for them. They've been playing better, though. They've won four straight games. Uh, I really like the 49ers. I I think they're playing great football right now. Uh, You look at the remaining schedule for the 49ers. uh, Rams, Titans, Bengals, Texans, and Falcons. Manageable combined winning percentage of 500. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're at the Bengals this week. That's a tricky one. But you get the Falcons at home. At the Titans, no Derrick Henry. They haven't really been playing all that well. Get the Texans at home, finish up with the Rams. Uh, manageable schedule there for the 49ers. The Rams, obviously, are sitting in a good spot at 8-4. and four. And then you've got the Philadelphia Eagles uh, at 6-7. and seven. And they've got one game against Dallas, two games against Washington, and, uh, and a game against the Giants. So, so you've got to figure that Washington and Philadelphia eliminate each other. Right. And one of those teams is in. So if you're, if you're Minnesota... So the tricky part is if they eliminate each other, let's just Does say one of them claim that spot. Right. Yeah. So if man, you really if you're the Vikings, I think your biggest you got to be cheering big time for the Cowboys that they sweep yeah. Washington, yes. they win that remaining game against the Eagles, mm-hmm. and then you maybe would, you're the in Eagles, with San Francisco, right? 
And yeah. and because the Rams, even though I don't think they're playing well, I know you're higher on them. I mean, I just look at their schedule. It's it's not it's not you know it has some landmines there. Mm-hmm. You know, Cardinals on Monday night this week. But we're uh, talking about dog. if you think nine and eight's the threshold here for the four. Vikings, that's talking about losing four out of their last five games. But as you mentioned, I mean, think about that Week 16 game. How big of a showdown that is! I believe that's a Thursday nighter. Uh, let me double check. I think that's a Thursday, and I could be wrong. Um, but Vikings Rams—that is a huge, huge game. Mm-hmm. Especially if the Rams, let's say the Rams split with Cardinals and Seahawks, so they're nine and five, and then the Vikings are sitting there. Yeah, I mean, it's you at this point. If you're the Vikings, you've done this to yourself. You you lost to the Lions, <laughs> so you've done this to yourself. But you need to get lucky. And for the Rams, or sorry, for the Vikings, getting that win over the Rams could be big, potentially for a, a tiebreaker. But, you know, they're still, what, two and a half games up on them. You sure. need the Rams to lose this weekend against the Cardinals just to keep that possibility alive there. But uh, let's just rehash this game, look through the numbers. Uh, you were talking about it during that final drive. Ben Roethlisberger does ultimately go over. His passing yardage prop didn't look great in the first half when he was, what, 66 yards or something like that. Uh, but he finishes with 308. His over-under was sitting at 258 and a half. Uh, once again, proving that the odds makers know what they're doing. Because last night I was thinking, Big Ben has a higher prop total than Kirk Cousins? Huh? Hmm. Lo and behold, Big Ben hits his over. Kirk Cousins hits the under. Because 14 to 31. Kirk Cousins throws two bad interceptions. Only had three coming into this game. But the difference maker of the game was the K.J. Osborne touchdown. I mean, that was so big. It's 29-20. to The momentum feels like it's on Pittsburgh's side. He steps up and fires an absolute beautiful ball to K.J. Osborne. Uh, It's a 62-yard touchdown pass, and uh, that makes it 36-20. to Now, once again, the Steelers obviously had another opportunity to score uh, coming down. Real quickly, Dalvin Cook goes over 200 yards, so yes, he goes over his props tonight. Uh, anything you bet on Dalvin Cook, you're good. Two touchdowns, <laughs> uh, as long as you went over. 205 yards on the ground. Uh, if you bet Alvin uh, Alexander Madison, that did not work out well. Kirk Cousins goes over his rushing yards as he goes for 14 yards. He had 11-yard scramble there. Najee Harris over on his rushing yards. Uh, he finished with 94, but he does not go over rushing and receiving tonight. 104 yards there for Najee Harris. Mm. Total was sitting at 105 and a half. Justin Jefferson, he scores the game's first touchdown tonight, Scott. So you can cash that. Uh, some plus money there if you want with Justin Jefferson to score the game's first touchdown. Anytime touchdown as well. Hit as well. KJ Osborne, uh, he scores an anytime touchdown. Nice plus 200 there. Pat Fryermuth. Uh, he scores an anytime touchdown. That was plus 190. James Washington, he scores a touchdown. That was plus 500. So uh, some nice caches if you had anytime touchdowns. Really, you look at this, Dalvin Cook, anytime touchdown hits. Najee Harris, anytime touchdown hits. Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdown hits. K.J. Osborne, Pat Fryermuth, five of the seven on the left-hand column. If you're watching on YouTube TV or VEASAN.com, hit with an anytime touchdown. As boring as this game felt like it was going to yeah, ultimately yeah, be, it end ended up being way. great. Uh-huh. And uh, Minnesota six seven and uh, six and seven, and Pittsburgh six six and one. When you look at Pittsburgh, you know I was impressed by the way they played in the second half. Look, Mike Tomlin is a tremendous coach. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. 
They got the Titans next week, the Chiefs uh, Christmas time, Browns, Ravens. Can the Steelers find a way into the postseason? They have to win out. I think 10-6-1 gets them in. Uh, 9-7-1, that tie is going to keep them out. Uh, because I think when you look at the AFC playoff picture, you got to believe that 10 and 7 is the low watermark here. Um, you know, the Bengals are 7 and 5, Chargers are 7 and 5, the Bills are 7 and 5. Like right now, the Bills are your, your final wild card team. And you look at that schedule real quickly for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they have they have Tampa, which is they'll, they'll lose on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then they play the Patriots in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. But even if they drop those two games, that's still only seven losses. And look at the last two games of the exactly. Schedule. So the Jets Bills and are Falcons. a ten and seven team. The Bills are at ten and seven. Yep. The Colts are an interesting team, and I think the Colts have a legit chance to you know make some noise here I agree. and win some football games. Like if the Colts can upset the Patriots or the Cardinals. They win just one of those games. They're going to be a ten and seven football team. You know, if they win both of them, they might they might win out. And so, if you're the Steelers at six six and one, mathematically you're not eliminated, but there's no margin for error. You can't lose anymore. And if you do lose that seventh game because of that tie, you can't get that tenth win. And so nine seven and one, I don't think is going to get them in. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I'm with you on the Colts, too. I think they're playing great football right now. Uh, you look at their schedule uh, to close out the year for Indianapolis. It's ta- it's challenging. You know, Cardinals, Patriots, Raiders, Jaguars for the Colts. Uh, but uh, this is a tough one for the Steelers. Hell of a game. Fun game to watch. Over comes home. The Vikings able to cover. They win 36-28. to How did the books fare with this game? Tony Miller from the Golden Nugget. He'll join us next. That's Scott. I'm Tim. It's the Nightcap. Here on Beast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.